If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. Second, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Think to Freedom podcast, where we inspire individuals to use their minds to achieve greatness. We sit down with other entrepreneurs and professionals to give insight on business and personal development. This podcast is sponsored by Red Barn Cajun Crawfish. Red Barn is home to the best tasting seafood, specializing in crawfish, shrimp, and crab. Feel free to visit us online at www.redbarncajuncrawfish.com. Red Barn, we season the meat you eat, not the shells you throw at your feet. Now here's your host, Darius Spells. All right, y'all, what's going on? We're here live at the Think to Freedom podcast, and I got my brother, Mr. Sylvester Marshall in the building with me today, man. Sylvester, what's poppin', man? What's going on, bro? Bro, I'm happy to be. I'm happy to be seen. Happy to be talking, man. Happy to, happy to be here. Hey, you ain't never lying, bro. That's a blessing because 2020 has showed us every day is not promised to us, man. We got to take full advantage each and every day, bro. Every day. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, y'all. So, I got my brother Sylvester in the building with we gonna chop it up. We gonna chop it up today. We got a we got a lot to talk about, but before we go all the way in, Sylvester, for those who do not know, give everybody a quick breakdown of who you are and what you do out here in this world today as a black man. Man, as a black man, I ain't trying to just survive, I'm trying to live. <laughs> That's first and foremost. Yes, um, sir. But man, uh again, my name is Sylvester. Most people call me fly or whatever you feel like calling me. Um, basically, uh, about four years ago, I founded a, uh, a company called the Social Circle of Louisiana. And I, I just felt a void going on in the city or oh, whatever, really, really the state, really, really across the country, I felt a void in high-end, super classic, dope events that, that promoted business, our culture, our music, our people and just highlight it in a different kind of way outside of a club scene. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Gotta say, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I want to be on the record. I want to say, hey, bro, you changed the atmosphere on the event planning in, for sure, North Louisiana. Like, you know, we had no held it down with the club scene on Coco. You can't do it that. But, oh, man, yeah. outside of that, I promise, bro. You change the whole scenery, the whole mind frame of events thrown here in the city, man. How you feeling like we in Vegas, New Orleans, you know, in Miami, all in the out in the out in the city, bro. So I'm definitely wanna go on the record and say, bro, I'm definitely I definitely had a solution on that, man. Cause you definitely brought me in too. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate you. I definitely appreciate they come from somebody that's been in the game for a minute. I mean, you like me. We didn't we didn't we didn't did the college scene, then we yep. had the club scene after that, or whatever. So we didn't kinda seen we didn't kinda been through the different phases of North Louisiana, Shreveport, all of it to just kinda get to a different level, different different landscape of what's going on and, and keep it quick. 
Yes. Yeah, so all right, so you said you wanted to fill the void in the in the um in the area with event planning. So like what was that moment you were like, man, I could do it right now? What made you make that decision that you were gonna step out there and be like, man, I could do this? Man, one thing about me, I, I I'm not scared to fail. I'm not I'm not scared to fail in something that, that that I believe that I believe in. I will I will go all in because as many times I'll tell somebody else something. Or and I and I believe that's what you gotta do. You, you gotta be your best hype man for your friends. One of your friends tell you they wanna they wanna be an astronaut. Man, where you let man let, we, let's go find a spaceship. And so I found myself, you know, I always push people. So I said, well, you know what? Well, I push myself, you know. And who better to do it than than me? So I was like, hey, I, I'm not a popular person. And I wanted to show people that you didn't have to be a popular person. You didn't have to be just known in the city because I'm not or whatever. You can just do good business and that's the and business will be popularity every every time. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. The relationship with that business will take you a mighty long way. Yeah, a mighty long way. Not not saying that that being popular doesn't cause you just gotta know how to how to work it because it would have been a lot easier had I had been popular. True. Oh, true. Um It'd have been a lot more people I could have called. It would have been a lot more doors easily open. A lot more people I didn't have to try to fool it, fool it to, or whatever. A lot less naysayers, probably. Understand? Understand? Yeah. I so I right, bro. So what a lot of people don't know, you have a career outside of you even running a business. So what do you do? What you do for the nine to five, bro? Because you know a lot of people if you talking about entrepreneurship, but people try to talk about you. Um, having a nine to five or you should if you're running a business you need to run the business all the time but you need to be able to fund whatever business that you want to be able to, to start so you know what i'm saying because it's, it's not cheap on throwing in the business we're gonna get into to the event plan on, on how on how to put on how to put it all on how to put it all together but what type of what career are you in and how do you even balance the nine to five and having a business? Because you, we, we talking about the event. We even, we haven't even brought up the um the transportation vehicle that you had for three uh, three seater transportation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, so we got to break it down. So break it down on how you balance both of those type of endeavors. Right, so, so by day, by day, I'm, I'm corporate America. Probably as much, as much corporate America as you can get, man. Um. So by day, I'm the senior client relations director for a healthcare company. Actually, one of the largest healthcare country, uh, companies in the country. I am the only African American that's not, that's really on part of the sales team and on the senior executive level. So, oh, it's it's super, you know, it's time consuming or whatever. It's super demanding and all that. But I did learn what I did learn. I learned marketing. But being on the marketing team, I learned how to market my business. Going to all those sales trainings and this and that. I'm sitting there, I'm learning this stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I could put a twist on it and use this for myself. And that's what you got to do in corporate America. You know, you know, sometimes we got to learn the game and get the blueprint and get this and say, okay, cool, this, this good information. I'm going to take this back to my business. Or not even I'm going to take it back to my business. I'm going to teach somebody else. How, how this billion billion dollar company is functioning and pass that game down to them because the blueprint don't change. 
or when yeah. the rules is the same. If you got a success, that's why people buy in the franchise because they've already created that blueprint for success. So it's just a matter of us. Ain't no thing about recreating the wheel on certain things. Like we see, like a more plan or something like that. Okay, cool. I'll spin on it. And I'm gonna do that with, with my business. And so that's what we gotta do with COVID America. Like you said, you gotta fund this stuff. Like I don't, you know, people, there are success stories where people say, you know, I walked into work one day, I said, forget it, I'm out of here, I'm going to do my own thing, and I left that day. Okay, cool. <laughs> Two years later, I'm a millionaire, my company's booming. Hey, more power to you, more blessings to all them people, you know, for, for doing that. But on a larger scene, everybody can't do this. Everybody doesn't have the backing, the support, the savings account, the business is going to turn into immediate turnaround. A lot of times people don't, you know, a lot of times people won't tell you they feel you. See, one thing I always do, I made a post a couple weeks ago, I'll tell you my feel. Because I don't want people to see that, oh man, it was an easy road. I want you out of things to turn out. Yep. And I don't want somebody to make a, make a mistake that I done made. I'm not doing them any, I'm not doing nobody no good by acting like I'm popping out here or I don't have failures. I don't make mistakes, and I don't fuck with it. Man, that's one thing people do not talk about the failures. I, I, I'm with you on that. Man, it's not easy on the road of entrepreneurship. One thing people talk about, man, I made two thousand and sell five thousand sell, but we don't never talk about that loss. The dumb loss hurt. He got some losses. <laughs> man, them loss, them losses hurt, bro. So basically, so I, right, so you have the corporate job and you have the business on the side. So how you even? For someone who's trying to do that, how you even break up your time? How you how you time manage? How how did you do that? Man, I do. First thing, you you, you gotta wake up early. You know, you you gotta be up. You gotta be. You can't get up if you gotta be to work at eight or whatever. You can't get up at six. I may have to get up at five, knock out emails, get as much done on my corporate side or my business. You know. I may have to do some do some marketing and stuff. Do get some get some videos made up, get some flyers made up, get some, get some um you know, just get some stuff done for my business and then get ready for work. Do that. And then between that, you gotta, you know, if you are in a position to where you can kind of navigate between both of them, sometimes during workouts I can make a call for XYZ or I can take care of some of my personal business or whatever um during that during that nine to five time. Or whatever. So basically, I'm trying to get done with my do my nine to five as quickly and as efficiently as possible to get to my business. Or if everybody not capable of doing that, you do your nine to five. You come home, you get you something to eat, you get settled, and you start on your business. You get them eight hours. You got to least get yourself at least both. I understand everybody. You know, people got other situations. People got you know. um Families and kids and all kind of stuff like that. You gotta take it once. Once everybody sleep, you might have to be up. Yeah. Once, once kids are went to sleep or or, or your spouse are went to sleep, that that may be when you when you clock in on your business. You may have to work from ten at night to two in the morning or whatever. Or sometimes them, them Sundays, you know. Sometimes you can't go out. You know, any any break or window you get, you gotta put it all in on your business. And that's where the sacrifice come in. And that's where I think a lot of businesses fail from the jump is people think that it doesn't require sacrifice. 
Gotcha. Hey, that's probably what you said. I had a mentor tell me, like, man, success is in the windows. In the windows, them, what you do in the windows, small time that you had that 15 minutes, that 20 minutes, oh. where you you sitting there watching that TV show. Oh, you can't do that. You got to work on the business. Oh, you want to scroll on Instagram, Facebook. You know, you, you can get caught up scrolling for... You can get you can get caught up scrolling for an hour or two. You know hour. what I'm saying? You want to call up a debate with somebody about something, and you yeah. can wait a whole hour. Exactly. Yeah, man, that's that's true. So, man, we better get to the gritty. So, for those individuals, like, man, how do I create an event? What's the What's the oh, blueprint? Somebody buy my house on a motorcycle. What you say? <laughs> I said we gonna give them a, you guys some the really the blueprint on how to throw an event. So. From start to finish, I know it's a lot that entails into entitles to throwing an event, but let's give them a quick breakdown on how to be able to, to do some type of event, whatever oh. event they try to they try to throw. Step step one is you got to figure out what you want to do. Usually, I have the slightest idea, and I work real bad. So first, I got to get inspired by something. I try to travel a lot. I try to, you know, go to different events, see different things, different places, bigger cities, and all that kind of stuff. So usually I'm inspired by something. I'm inspired by something I saw on TV, an event I went to, a, a place in Shreveport that I might have drove by, and that's always my thing, putting people in a crazy place. I never sent us to the same place twice, or whatever, except for New Year's Eve, but outside of it, we always in a different location. So I'm just looking at different locations, trying to see, Get some inspiration. So once I get that, I'm like, cool. I, I got this location. What I'm gonna do with it? I want to do some. You know, you gotta think about, okay, what I'm gonna do with this location? What type of event do I want to have? Once you figure that out, then you gotta figure out how to pay for it. <laughs> so it's two. So it's multiple ways you can pay for an event. Um, sponsorship. That's not my strong suit or whatever because to me it feel like I'm begging. I'm not good at that. And then in my nine to five, I'm used to having to give people sponsorship. So I'm gotcha. my weaknesses is pitching my business to get sponsorship. That's one of my biggest weaknesses. But it's beneficial because people will pay um to have their name promoted at your event or whatever. You at the radio station, you know how you know how they kind of in and go. Go to whatever people, you know. But there's just a weakness on my end. So your sponsorship can pay for your event. Then ticket sales. Now this is a risky, <laughs> this is the risky part. With, with events, with events, or whatever. So either you can pay for an event totally upfront by yourself. You gotta create a budget. Or whatever. You say, okay, cool, it's gonna cost me twenty thousand dollars to do this event. Which whatever you put on that budget sheet, you gonna add a couple thousand to it. Or whatever, because you're gonna run into some some stuff. So you can either just put the money out up front and then start selling tickets or whatever, or you can sell tickets to the event and start chopping down that tree with the event. Now what happens with that is is where I think a lot of event planners go wrong is they either don't function as a company, they just function as somebody that just wants to have a party or an event. Which means you don't have event insurance. Which means if it rains, if an artist don't show up, if some fall through, you out there with no car insurance. Ooh. And you owe people this money. So, 
So one thing I learned, always get event insurance. So I have a million dollar event insurance policy. Sometimes it has to go up depending on the venue and stuff like that. So in the case or situation, or if somebody fall and break their leg or something at the event, I'm not, me or my company is not allowed for it. My insurance, my, here's my insurance, call them, they'll take care of it. Oh, so you gotta protect yourself in event planning as well. So once you, so if you paying for your event by tickets, you have to, you gotta make a clause out there to say, tickets are non-refundable or whatever because what I think a lot of people don't understand is and I ran into this only one time out of all these events and that was the drive-in movie people I had a few people saying oh well I decided not to come so I want a refund wait a minute man <laughs> nothing prohibited yeah. coming or whatever and we always offer refunds that's one thing I'm big on is, is refunding people and customer service um, I think that's what was uh, giving me some longevity in this game is, is customer service. And, but you also got to draw the line with your business also and be stern on, on your policy. So True. you say you got to stick with it and be able to show in writing, like, yo, this is our policy. This is like this Walmart policy. This is like this Target policy. This is our policy. And sometimes we have a problem uh, accepting it from people we know. Ooh, baby, man. Man, you have a problem, you know. I, I red <laughs> boy, and you telling me I can't stand up in the I can't stand up in the on the booth or whatever. And you like, yo, can't do that in here. And I'm like, breathe. I can't stand up. You know, we have a, a hard time accepting business policies from our friends and people that we know sure. or whatever. But anyway, we gotta got sidetracked. Back to the event. Step three. You got your budget. You got your event. You got the event you want to throw. You got your budget. Step three is marketing. That's the most important thing. You can have a dope idea, the sponsorship, the money to do the event, but how you how you gonna get people there? What are you gonna yeah. do different? Cause you got a meeting event, you got the club, you got um, people that don't don't go out. Like, what what am I? How am I gonna move you? And how, how am I not gonna move you? How am I gonna move the the the, the, the teacher, the nurse, uh? The chick that work at Target, how, how am I gonna, going to get all of these people on the same page all wanting to go to one place? Because everybody has what they want to do. So you have to hone in on that one thing or those handful of things that everybody likes to do. Oh, you like music? Okay, cool, you like music. Oh, you like good food? Okay, you don't have food too. You gotta put all it together and before you know it, you gotta audit. Yes, sir. So, hey, just drop this gym right quick. So, because, you know, I have a special place for event promoters because, you know, yeah. being, a, being a DJ coming, you know, throwing concerts and whatnot, drop the gym because I, I, it, it, it makes me cringe when I see event planners throw an event and it's Monday and then the, and the party Saturday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then want to try to get from like, man, it's, it's a week. What's the profit? Proper etiquette, the proper time you need to to successfully promote an event. Like you know, people be it's different times, but what's your go to? Like it, it's a it's a it's a window because you can jump out there too early, and you have to build. And what people don't do is you have to build anticipation. You have to build a void. First, you have to build a void, and the void is you ain't gonna get this. You ain't gonna get an event. People are like, man, why you don't do this every Sunday? Why you don't do this once a month? 
No, I got to create a void. I got to make you be like, man, I, you, I got to make you ask, ask us for it and start to demand mm-hmm. or whatever versus me just putting it out there. And I think a lot of event planners get caught up with, oh, I had a successful event. Let me come right back in two weeks and do it again. Ah, you gotta, <laughs> gotta let them marinate. Let them get, let them, let them, let them look at their pictures, let them look at the videos, let them go to some more bad events or uh, stuff like that. Let them go out of town, let them, let them talk about it. You know, let them, let them start feeling it or whatever. Then that's when you, that's when you get ready. You start building that into Facebook. You may drop, you may drop little hints and, and stuff like that, like maybe two months out. You may start dropping the hints or maybe repost a video or something like that to get people back kind of talking and, and this and that, this and that. And then you may drop, then that's when you go ahead and drop a coming soon fly, like maybe a month out. A month before the event, or I'll say two months before the event, usually 30 to 45 days, I'll drop a coming soon fly. Because in our area, if you jump out there too soon, they'll forget about you. If you jump out there too late, people are gonna say, "I didn't give me enough time to go buy my outfit, get my hair done, do this, do this, do this." So you got, you got about a, I always say you got a good three week window, and when you come out in that three weeks before your event, you gotta come out. You gotta already had an anticipation built up, that void built up, or whatever, and that'll carry you through your ticket sale. And you want to make sure that your sales are moving. You want to make sure that. And you is more and these days it's so easy. I know you remember back in the day you had to go get a get a thousand flies, turn it up and put them on people's cars. Like, hey, they don't remember they don't know about them days. Like they we know, did hand in hand, know, hand man. Days, man. Handing out some flies there, but that was the hustle though. It's the same hustle just a little different. So what you have to do is you have to home in on what's around you on the people around you on the power of social media and not just social media. Depending on how many people you want to your event, you got to find every avenue to get your event out there and make it like it is the biggest thing going on. And you, and you just lame or you just, you just horrible if you're missing this event. I learned that from Diddy when he first came out with Ciroc. Diddy made it you feel like if you was black and you wasn't drinking Ciroc, you <laughs> like, ain't nobody. What you doing? You know, like you, like what are you doing? So that's the, that's the thing about events. You have to build the hype so much, and you have to crowd. See, when people get messed up with events, is they want to stay in these little bubbles of people. They want to say, "Oh, well, I'm gonna just cater to the bougie crowd. I'm gonna cater to the real hood. click, I'm real click." Yeah. yeah. Now, when you get when you see everybody sharing and talking about it. You're like, well, hold on. Everybody talking about this. You can't lose. <laughs> and you Are gotta you um one thing people have a problem with doing is incorporating people, but I have learned business people listen to them. Probably just probably the number one mistake I ever made besides losing money, but this this still falls is number one for me. Never let me let me try to say this in a in a good way. Pay people versus partnering people. So if you need help with something or you need something done, pay somebody to do it. Don't partner with people to do it. If if you can avoid or whatever. Um, and what I what I mean by that is you can't 
bring people in on your vision, on your dream, on your company. You can, I can pay you. Like I can pay for you to be. You tell me, yo, bring I need some DJ, I need some XYZ. Oh, well, cool. You will come. You paid to come rock it out. If I partner with you, now you're coming in with a piece of my company, a piece of my event, and now that's where stuff can get fuzzy. Yet. Especially when your company has a mission statement and stuff you do and values and ways you ways you do stuff. Now you're mm-hmm. partnering with somebody who may not share them same values and the same vision that you got for your business, but now you're turning into a partnership. And that's where the fallout comes. So pay people. So if you got a business and you you may find yourself need some help or something, man, just pay somebody. Like yo, I can't. I don't have time to set up. Alright, cool. I'm gonna find somebody. I'm gonna find a company and I can pay them to set up and tear down or whatever. Um. And that just that just keeps stuff from from getting fuzzy or whatever. Regardless of something you cool with somebody, whatever, man, just, just pay people for pay people for help because before you know it, you will have a you will be in something that you never signed up for. <laughs> man. And you really dropping some million dollar gems right now, but <laughs> all all these lessons you talking about right now, you have to learn the hard way. You know right, what I'm it's saying? Funny. <laughs> Exactly, I had to learn the hard way. It's kind of like you be redborn. You got a specific way you run redborn. You do everything redborn. If I come in, if you say, man, I need some help on XYZ or whatever, and you say, man, and I say, well, Bruce, let me, let me partner with you with, with redborn. When you don't put in all the time, work, money, struggle, sacrifice, yeah, I come with you talking about let's partner. And now you're like, all right, well, cool, I can use the help versus you paying me to help. And I don't, and I have to do what you. I'm an employee of you because I'm paid by you to do a job that you don't pay me to do, regardless of what it is. Now the partner, now I can come in, changing signs, telling people, yeah, man, we all at Red Bull come through. You know this is my spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and now we in a bad situation mm-hmm. because. You know, we didn't. You been in this partnership, and, and it went like it. You know. Yeah. So I said I was gonna be behind the scenes. I said I was gonna just do X Y Z. So that's one thing. Entrepreneur, pay people, pay people, pay people. You need help with marketing or something? Pay somebody. If you need help with with anything you got, pay them. Pay them. Don't don't let people come in on your vision. Of your business, if you needed some more financial backing, man, figure out how to how to increase profits. Figure out who you make and get along. Maybe get, get some a kick in from. Maybe you gotta use some of your corporate from your nine to five money. To I know we get into something else. Sometimes your your job gotta fund your business. Yeah. Until your until your your business starts making. As much or double, so you can walk away from your job. True, or whatever. But, but yeah, make hey, make that's... decisions when it comes to working with people and stuff like that. Is definitely, what I got to feel anybody. So, all right, let's go. Let's go back into event history. So, what was the first event you threw? Oh, just what? What was the first event that you took your biggest loss on? And what lesson you learned from that? And what event 
was what are your most successful. Being successful doesn't necessarily mean the money, even though the money. Right. But. So the one I took the biggest loss on. Well, so the first event I did was the way the brunches got started was me and some of my friends would just kick it on Sundays or whatever. We'll go by somebody's house, somebody cook, or everybody bring like a different dish. So we'll just get to somebody's house and everybody cook something up. We'll, we'll sit around and debate about stuff, talk about, you know, Sunday was kind of the time where, you know, people and I ain't going to really get together before the week started because usually Saturdays, people got something going on, birthday parties, weddings, whatever. Friday, people, you know, got stuff going on. So Sunday was that small little window where we could really get together and kick it for a few hours and catch up. So one day I said, man, you know what? It'd be dope if I just did this and just invited, got a spot and just invited some people. No charge, no day. So it's all about building your brand, brand building. Showing, you know, showing people, showing people the, the value, making, making your product value or whatever. So get some people up. I just inbox some classmates, friends. I paid, paid somebody to come through and cater. Had some music playing like, yo, man, we just don't you know, have brunch. Just come through. Maybe 20 people came. He kicked it, hung out, took some pictures. People posted like, oh, what's that where y'all at? So I did it again. It told everybody to bring somebody. So those people had such a good time, they were like, oh, okay, I'm gonna bring somebody with me. So I, I still was free of choice. Hit people up, more people came through. Maybe 60 people came through. Took pictures, had a good time. More people started pulling up as they, you know, people started posting like, hey, hey, can we come in? Come on. So Memorial Day 2017, Memorial Day Sunday. I said, all right, I'm going to get Mother Madness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever. I said, man, I'm going to drop the first brunch and chill. And um, I hear people up, create that was, a, that, was a, that was 11 events, one. That was at the 11 event. I remember that. I was there. I remember that. I'm running around. I'm bartending. I'm doing everything. Man, made 150 people show up. And people were kicking and having a good time. I had my boy do something I had never saw before. Shout out to Dre. I had Dre recorded. I said, yo, we gonna drop a video from the event. I ain't never saw nobody drop a video from, regardless of what they tell y'all, I am the first person to ever drop a video, at least that I know of, in Shreveport, in North Louisiana from an event. So, Dre records it, he put the video together, he dropped that Bruno Mars, uh, song with it, the video goes viral. It's still, I think, got like 30,000 views right now, or whatever. And the rest is history. But, um, so people don't understand that it captures way more people at these events than just three more people. Got people from Alexandria, Lafayette, Marshall, Longview, Tyler. People from Shreveport that live in Dallas and stuff so will come home. So it's about, it ain't even about Shreveport anymore. It's about highlighting Shreveport. And then, yo, we, we dope. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we, we dope as any other city. But the biggest loss I ever took on the event. I always do everything. I take, I take different losses in different ways. Um, but they allow learning points. Um, like it's the last event I did, the sales and cocktails event. <laughs> that just happened. Uh, I ended up having to do it back in uh, June 
Owens or July, whenever it was. You know, Corona came out all that. In my mind, I'm like, yo, this is about to be the dopest event. I dropped everything in February because it was supposed to be in March or April. Corona, mm-hmm. no event. Now, I got an event with about 600 tickets sold. People beating <laughs> the fan on more. They want, they, they, they want more tickets to come out. We still ain't really taking this Corona stuff seriously. And I'm stuck. So I'm like, man, what I'm going to do? So um, I'm like, well, we just going to wait it out. So I made sure I was professional with people. You get a refund at any time. You go in there and click refund for the Eventbrite or whatever. Because I wish people understand that Sylvester ain't running around with your money in his pocket, buying groceries and tennis shoes and stuff. That money's not paid out to ever. So go get your refund or whatever at any point in time. So people, you know, I'm giving people constant updates and we getting them, whatever, whatever. So I made a mistake and I didn't change my number from what I originally told the venue. I told the venue it would be between six to eight hundred people. Well, I never went back and corrected that with the venue. So they kept planning for six to eight hundred people. Well, in actuality, I had to be I had to get creative. I'm like, yo, I gotta cap this event to get it out the book because I'm fifteen grand in already. Oh my man. The venue is ten grand. People don't understand how much these events cost put together. So man. I'm ten grand in on the venue. I mean you know, all these deposits from the decorators and all these people. You know, they hurt too. They in the middle of, you know, they in the same thing too. So they ain't trying to, they not hearing no refund. So I'm like, yo, be smart, be smart, be smart. What can I do to have the event, give people, give people what they, you know, leave with feeling that they got what they was worth. So I'm like, you know what? We gonna, we gonna do like a brunch at home for yourself or whatever. So you create a drive through Come through, you got a bottle of rosé or champagne. You got a whole thing full of food. All the food you would have got at the event or whatever. And shoot, people, I, I thought people was going to not feel it, but hey, yo, people would start tagging and posting them at their house outside, eating with their husband and the wife. Like, yo, thank you for the champagne. We having a good time at home. We got our food set up, our cook and grit. We got our music, our brunch music playing. Had a good time. So, but then some people did have the option to stay. But the mistake I made was, so people have been getting refunds. So I only actually had 300, maybe 300 people that come through the drive-through and maybe 75 people stayed and stayed on the lake. Now I had boat rides and everything. And I never went back and changed my number. I missed the still. So I ended up having to pay for the 800, six to 800 people versus only 300. And so I'm sitting there with all this food. Like, I'm looking at all this food they bringing out. And I'm like, why is there so much food? She's like, well, you told us six, eight hundred people, so we got six, eight hundred people. These boats, whereas you booked five, six boats or whatever, I ain't need that many boats. Luckily, they work with me a little bit, but yeah. Man, <laughs> Table, tent, umbrellas, liquor, everything. Six eight hundred people. So you gotta watch. You gotta be tedious. You gotta be. And I'm not a detailed person when it comes to certain things. And I realize this. I can see the vision, and that's what you gotta learn about the vision. What am I not good? 
and you gotta pay them with somebody you can pay. <laughs> that they, that's what they do. Oh yeah. Um, because he had I pay somebody or whatever had the full team working, then I wouldn't have missed that still. Gotcha. Hey, that's a hey, that's a real loss, there. That's a loud hey. loss. <laughs> man, hey, you got me tr- cringe. I'm like, man, I remember my. I took a couple losses. I, ooh, I, can, I can probably tell you my biggest loss probably in Baton Rouge, 2010, had booked. Man, this one, the, this one, the uh, the game was popular. The TV show, the game. Yeah. Had that boy Jose Sanchez came in. Me and that boy Sweet John, how you riding? Did an event in Baton Rouge. Okay. Hey. <laughs> it was look. It was LSU homecoming. Southern had a home game. We had Jose came down. We had the Deathers on the party, and uh, and we had bro, baby down the DJ, bro. We you had like, like ooh. say it again. Feel like y'all can move on. <laughs> ooh, we felt that way. <laughs> That's on a perfect uh, line. Oh man, now we might have had like maybe like a hundred some people. Like, oh, what was the midfield? Man, we in uh the misstep. Well, we had some, we ain't have enough of the we ain't have enough of the bad rouge in the, in the building. We ain't have I, 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 anytime you going into a different city and and with a college thing behind it. If you don't have a buzz from, because I I saw many people take L during college days in homecoming and stuff like that. So if you don't have a buy in from the campus. From the kids on the campus, because what would happen is the kids on the campus would have their, you know, they and they whole bubble, they world. So they know, they talking about, man, where we going, what's going on, this and that, this and that. So if you compete with the local promoters, you compete with the Greeks, you know, Bad Rouge got some heavy hitters on out there that's been doing events like, oh, but Perfect Team Cat. Yeah, yeah. This was this was twenty ten. You know, we out here young, like we out here young. Like, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I mean, y'all y'all had a good setup. Hey, hey, we came with it. We like, ooh, I took one in that too, but I ain't gonna. I love that time. Ben Jones, shout out to my boy Bo Five, and you know, hey, that's why I learned the game. But uh, yeah, I don't think people hold some bowling in the game for a minute now. But the landscape of college has changed, man. I, I just been people like, well, where we used to party every Thursday night, man, them kids don't have parties. I don't think. Man, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't like how it used to be for sure. Nah, it, we used to go from Graham to, to Tech to ULM to UL. We used to crisscross. <laughs> yeah, we were right before the we were right before the internet really started popping out. Right, like it, it really started. Right, hey, we had we made it out there. We had social media. Back then, oh man, we would have <laughs> 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 the big, the big people from other cities would have thought the big Johnson was was like something in Atlanta or something. Man, it'd be thousands of people in that in the country in negatives. Ain't nothing but a little country college town. Man, we used to rock that thing out. <laughs> Good old day. Good old. Yeah, day. man, that's crazy, man. Yeah, you just make it. Just make you think about it. So, bro, man, you had um you had posted on on Facebook the other day. I'm a I'm a I'm a paraphrase, but you said it was about foundation, and you okay. said mentally, 
physically, spiritually, and financially. When you when you put that post up a few days ago, what mindset was you in, and what made you even think to even post that? So how would you feel at that given moment? So man, I believe in. So I realized that I've been sitting still for a while, and this year, this year has really given everybody hope. You know, different people are taking this this year different ways or whatever. But for me, I'm always on the go. I'm always moving around. I'm always doing something. So this is one of them sit down on where I got sit down, you know. And even I got sick right out the gate. Right when it came out the gate back in March, I was I got sick. So it, this whole year to sent me down to regather myself. And I realized I really hadn't been growing in none of those aspects. I hadn't been growing mentally. I hadn't been growing, I hadn't been physically taking care of myself. I hadn't been mentally growing. I hadn't been financially growing. I had been going backwards or whatever. So, so like I said, last month, I just said this today, last month was a teardown month. Or a few months ago was my teardown. Teardown every way you thought, every, every, every way you was doing things, tear it all the way down or whatever and relearn it a different way with, with growth, with the mistakes you've made, with the good things you've made. Sometimes we get in the cycle, just keep going and you're doing the same thing over and over again. Even if it's working, but we ain't growing. Mm-hmm. And we staying right here, like say, somebody say, oh, I make, I make $10,000. Well, so I'm good with this, so I'm gonna just stay right here. That's my salary for the year. I make, I make X amount of dollars a year and I'm good right here and I'm not gonna grow. So my whole thing was, I tear all that down because that only got me so far. What's gonna get me to where I, in order to get where I want to be on all those levels, I gotta change. I gotta, I gotta grow. I gotta change. So in order to change, you gotta tear some stuff down and clear the way. You gotta clear some. You gotta knock some trees down. You gotta make some more land. You gotta knock the roof off and get ready to build, go up. So I just said today that this is the part that now I'm into the rebuild of the foundation. So I tore everything down to the to the to the ground. And now I'm in the foundation because sometimes you can you can keep building but you're still on a bad foundation. Yeah. So so I'm I'm you have cracks in your foundation and everything else. So it was cracks all of my foundation man and everything under the sun on, on how I was on just how I was living and stuff. So I was like man you know what let me let me let me even let me just post pull a new foundation and go up from there. And so that's where I'm at right now, man. I'm at I'm at a new found building a new foundation to build up uh with all those assets, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, all of it. So Yes sir, yes sir. I definitely I definitely feel you on that man, because bro, like if with first being a black man, that's right. number one. <laughs> then being from Louisiana. <laughs> then with those two, then you being, then you trying to do something better with yourself in your life, and, and it's almost like you got to put yourself in a spotlight, almost like. And with you even doing good things, it's always seen negativity, always things come, always come on top of the positivity. And man, us having our mindset and, exactly. and our spirituality together, brother, man, we take um, we take many blows from people. Like man, I'm talking about it'll Blow, be awesome. And that's what and that's what that's what I didn't like. I didn't like I had got beat up on so bad. And I'm like, bro, how like I'm just playing old me. 
Like, I ain't, like, like, God, man, you you get some crazy stuff going when you just trying to do right or whatever. And so, um, I don't know if you saw that and got into it with this old lady. Man, I think I see. I think I see you. Um, maybe you had two. My Facebook about it one time before. Yeah, old lady, like she, she, she thought attacking me about the driving and moving or whatever. And I didn't like how I didn't like how I handled that situation. That's really what brought about the changes. I realized that I had turned into the negative people by somebody saying, so, "You look somebody say something." By the time I, by the time I would hear something, it was months ago, last year, or something like that. But I had started letting this stuff feed into me. So as soon as she said something or it got to me, I went on the attack, thinking I had to defend myself. And I was reading a book called Ego is Enemy. And that's a part of it. And I always say I don't have an ego, but that's a part of your ego feeling like you always got to defend yourself. You got to defend yourself. People, people know you. People know what you're saying. People know what you're about. So with that, I didn't like how I reacted to that. I didn't. I don't like putting on shows for people. I like putting on events. I don't like. I don't like Facebook drama, and I like to be out the way. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't like how I reacted to that. That was way out of my character, and there was a knock on my door. Like, yo, yo. Me talking to myself like, yo, I don't like how you moving out here. And when I realized when I had that conversation with myself or whatever, and really prayed about it, I was like, I don't like how you moving. How your mental space is. I don't like how you not taking care of yourself physically. I don't like how you how your finances and how you handle that. You know, I don't like how, I don't like your disconnect physically. So, yeah, that was my sit down. Gotcha, man. Hey, that's some hey, that's some real words there, brother. Man, like I said, man, it's get hard out here on, when we out here on this journey, man. We gotta. Oh yeah, we always we, we always gotta be on it. Like, oh, like with the news, with people coming at you, we. Just your day to day life, you know, man. It's, Rob said, my boy, you know, Rob, Rob said this the other day. It's like, they, you can't let the world keep you mad and hopeful. Like, boy, that's, Rob be dropping in the gym. Hey, that's my brother. That boy, Rob, man. The world wants you mad and hopeful. They want you mad. They want you feeling hopeless that ain't no change and this and that, this and that. Because when you're feeling like that, that ain't gonna get you to where you trying to be. True. Regardless of what's going on right man, you gotta keep that going. Yes, sir. You gotta so, man, that's crazy, Jim. Man, hey, I hope everybody who checking in with us today, man, I hope you guys getting something out of what we talking about because it's definitely all a hundred percent factual information that we giving you guys, man. Hey, so Sly, I gotta ask you, bro, cause we gonna we gonna run it back a few times. So when we right. look at look we look by this. Think back at this about five or ten years from now. Where do you see yourself, bro? Where you see the whole movement going on for yourself? Well, man, this I I definitely won't be. Uh, I don't I don't know what I don't know what the event. I definitely in five or ten years I definitely want to be out of corporate America or whatever. Um, I can't see my tolerance last too much longer. Um, just with what goes on, but. Uh, but um, business wise, man, I'm hoping I'd have made some good investments. I'm hoping I'd have made good moves that been me up long term. I'm hoping the company is on a is on a, 
a bigger trajectory as far as events and it's not just um just a Shreveport thing or it's not just some just kind of a hobby. Uh, hopefully we can produce some some crazy stuff. I said like I was saying up now, like man, maybe maybe one day we'll get to produce the Grammys or something like that. I don't know. That that brunch that Jay Z and Beyonce do or something, you know. Yeah, so, hey, fly, rock, fly. You know, you know, definitely adding to adding to the business, adding to ooh, the wheelhouse, and adding to the store, adding to my storeroom, man, of of, of of different things. Um, yeah, so that's what that's why I definitely hope to get in five or ten years. It, it, it definitely, I'm still growing. Yes, sir. And hey, we gonna we gonna already claim that it's gonna happen. We just gonna put the work in. Then when we look back at it, be like, man, yeah, bro, said that a few years ago. Now look at it now, because I definitely see it already bigger than what we are, where we from. It's, it's already bigger than from that. We just, it just that's why I love home. So I love I love home because it set it set you up and give you that. You take basically it's the, it's the school of hard knocks. You know what I'm saying? So if you could, yeah, you could do it at the crib. Like when, whenever the Oh yeah, yeah. Cause man, they they'll love you. They'll love you everywhere else before they love you at home. <laughs> they'll love you everywhere else. But I got I got something for you though. I got something for you. I need a gym, I need a gym from you. What you got? You bro? ask me how do I balance? You ask me how do I balance a nine to five? And I know you still at the radio station and stuff like this. So you got you got your thing you do. Too. Oh, but how man, do you balance? I, I ain't on the radio though. Not no more. Oh, yeah. I, be, I, be, I, I, I stopped like, what is it, 2020? Yeah. I think I stopped. I stopped right before uh, school that went to 99. Oh, okay. I ain't know the congratulations. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. Well, so you got your business, so, so you got your business. Oh, well. Mm. It demands your attention day to day. Even all day, y'all close, even after you close the door. You know, when y'all close for the night, you still got to take it. How do you balance family and business? All right, so man, it's crazy. So I just, I'm really still learning as we go. Cause like even man, my wife is down like, are you working? She like, you need to spend a little bit more time. Like you got to take care of the home front. Cause I got kids, you know what I'm saying? So man, the, the thing I do, I take one gym, I get up earlier. Like before the, anybody in the house wake up. I get up, man, and I and I get to running, and I really just plan out my days, and then, like, I got a thing I do not. I have a cutoff time, like, after a certain time, I just cut it off. Like, if I don't, I know I, I used to be trying to get everything done all at the same time. I can get it done, but I was like, man, I'ma run myself ragged. I got my time frame to where, like, hey, between this time, if I'm waking up at five, between five to nine, I ain't doing nothing but something but for me. Whether I'm going to work out, I'm doing reading, I'm doing whatever, five to nine, that's my time. Motivation and prayer, do all that. Then after nine, nine to six, nine to seven, wild up. Cause you never know running a business, everything gonna come hitting at you. Somebody gonna call, something at the shop, something broke, somebody called in, something always going on. So you can never just figure out your day after the end. But the main thing I tell people, is to have a wake up time, have a cut off time. Like at a certain time, you gotta cut it off. You gotta let your brain rest. You gotta focus on the next day and your next plan and write a plan out. Like, cause you have to plan like, all right, today I'm gonna do this, bam, bam, bam. After I do them three, everything else is, 
it's all good. I ain't tripping. That way you can knock out small goals. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta always just make. Cause we in business, we in it to to buy up our time, I mean, free up our time, and spend time right. with family. So cut off. That's number one. Wake up early and plan out your day. Them like the them like the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's the one thing I'm slowly trying to learn how to navigate is is personal time, relationship time, and business time. Because I I know me, I get in that zone, and I got that problem with picking up stuff other people need me to do for them. People call me, yo, man, I need. Can you do X Y Z for me? And I'm like, something I can easily do. I'm like, yeah, I do it, knowing I don't have time to do it, but I don't pick up a whole other task for somebody else. Or whatever, helping them out, and yeah. So I'm trying to learn how to delegate, how to balance personal life, business life, corporate life, all this, all this. So yeah, yeah it's a, it's definitely, it's definitely ongoing process. Like, bro, I've been in the red bond for four years, and I'm going on five, and it's the first year I brought on a full time manager. So, like, definitely like delegate to like, man, I can't do it. I got I plan on trying. I, I plan on franchising. Like, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the way for me. Like five locations, we gonna do seafood, we gonna do a big. Can't nobody do a big and big in Louisiana. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, but man, once I got that help, and that's the biggest thing, find some help with the team, like from management. Then you didn't point with nobody. You <laughs> nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you said a gym, like, cause you got to, brother. Like, man, cause. It's nothing wrong with partner people. Most of the time when you bring people in, they didn't start at the ground level with you and they come they gonna change up the they gonna change up the forecast and they ain't high and especially when you got an envision how you see something, if it ain't going that way, it don't matter how cool what you gonna feel, you're gonna be like, nah, this ain't what mm I rather go on and do a slice it. Pay you. Hey, I need you to do bam, 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 bam. Other than that, you good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it saves you a lot of headache. A lot of phone conversation. I mean, oh man, you gotta go call to get you. Nah, I ain't gotta do that. I paid them to do a job. Yep. It's over with. <laughs> Done daughter. <laughs> yeah, so bro, like, man. Oh, I got one more thing I wanna break down real quick just for people who listen. Like, bro, you, I know you be going on and see what's going on with the youngsters, bro. Like, what's some words of encouragement or just some some wild words to the young brothers that's coming up, man. You know, these brothers, like, man, you know, people try to blame it on the music. I mean, you know, music play a part, you know what I'm saying? But it's a whole list of things that plays a part in. in I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I went to one of these new rapper pages. They were flashing guns, flashing money. And I was like, damn, this is exactly what, what I see. This is exactly what's going on. And I'm like, I I'm like, so I'm, I'm catching myself like, yo, am I am I turning to that old man that's talking about the music? Because back in the day, we had Bone Thugs and Harmony, we had, and Tupac, we had Biggie, we had, you know, Snoop, Dre, you know, we had all that music. But, and they were still, you know, NWA, they, they were still talking, you know, we lived through the, the gang movements and all of mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what's the difference though? Because you still had that group of people that bought into that culture or was already living that lifestyle or whatever. And you always gonna have, that's where the music comes from. The music comes from, from the streets mm -hmm. or whatever. I think now though, more than ever, 
is less less and less parenting going on or whatever than it was just when we was younger. But the buy-in into that music and the coaches waving. Like I think we had a even even some of the people that was living that life, I don't think it got it trickled down to us at our age. It's for a damn to you know, it, it may have been <clears throat> 18, 19 year olds living in life. Yeah, you got 12 year olds living in life. Mm-hmm. All like any 10 year olds. They they growing up in it. And like I said, it's always been there or whatever. But man, just this buy-in I see into this this, this, this lifestyle, man, of, of drugs and money that's not real. Like, it's a it's a man. Somebody, I can't remember what rapper said it. Oh, Pimp C said it. Pimp said it. When he was talking about, uh, he was like, man, if you're going to tell them about the street, if you're going to rap about the street, tell them about, uh, tell them about all of the, the, the bad stuff too. Tell them about jail. Tell them about not being with your family. Tell them about the homeboys that you killed. Tell them about how many times you got shot and robbed. I almost lost your life. Talk about it all. Don't just talk about money, cars, and women, and this and this and this. And this. Talk about it all. Yeah. And they glorify to the they glorify to the point of making people feel like they don't have a value. I mean, you had one of the kids, man, that's a, well, do you value? I don't care if I die right now. What? They don't value, <laughs> oh, I don't care if I go to jail. I don't care what I, what I got, what I got, what I, what I got, what do I have? So if I don't have value on me, I sure can't value you. Mm-hmm, that's true, man. I think I know, I think I am, so they just, they gotta, just. people gotta find some. Yeah, they ain't, they gotta, I mean, we gonna, I think they, we just gotta, I think they just gotta see more of young brothers like us, you know what I'm saying, and who doing it, they can, we can still relate, they ain't gonna listen to nobody that's 40, 50 years old, the young generation now, you gotta show them, ain't no fluff, like, man, if it's, if it's a way to get money, man, we gotta show them how to get some money, though, the, another way, though, like, bro, you can get bread, it's just a whole nother life, it's just a whole nother way you got, you gotta go, you can go about it, but like, a lot of the they do. They they know what they. They only know what they see. You yep. know what I'm saying. And then, but you know, I mean, we're gonna continue to do our part and continue to you know, reach out to these brothers and you know, let them let them you know let them see this is it's better on this side than the other side. You know what I'm saying. But it's definitely because these boys ain't. Woo, they on a whole nother level with. You know what I'm saying. It 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 is. I don't know if I'm just older now and it just seems like it's way more crazy. I mean, I know the game days nothing to really compare to what they doing right now. But man, it, it, it ain't no value on ain't no value on cell phone or, or nobody else these days when it comes when it comes to our people sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta we gonna we gotta keep push for but we we gonna we gonna lay the foundation, man. It's the blueprint. Like we you literally can go on, listen to this podcast and go throw you an event. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to go, yeah, like real quick, you know, if you want some consultation, you can hit slide up. It'll let you know the ins and outs. Cause, cause it's, it goes it goes deep into the events, you know what I'm saying? But you definitely gave them the whole juice. So, bro, like, for anybody who's listening, let them know how they can find you on social media. If they want to follow the business page, personal page, however you want to do, let them know how to find Sly. Man, you can follow my personal page, uh, I think I'm at 5,000 friends, but I'm deleting people daily. <laughs> 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 Any negative energy these days is gone. Like, 
is out the door. I don't wanna play with it no more. If I see, if I don't even know you, cause I don't even know who's 5,000 people. Um, but if I see you just come off the niggas, so man, you gone. Like, I'm gonna make way for number positivity going on. But True. Uh, follow my personal page, Develop the Marshall. Uh, the business page is the social circle. Uh, we always post you what's going on, what's coming up, uh, stuff like that. Instagram is uh, at Sly, uh, the great, I think it's T-H-A, uh, great. Uh, so yeah, that's how you reach out to get in. Talk about whatever you talk about. Yes, sir. Hey, I thank you guys for checking out the Think the Freedom podcast. My brother Sylvester Marshall came and blessed us today. One of the best promoters in the game, man. He really dropped them gems today, man. You know, I like to give flowers while we can smell them, man. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, you definitely doing your thing, bro. Definitely. You top of the food chain with it, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we just the turntables in one of them, man. Got hey, you. Whenever, man, you know, I, I really be enjoying just, you know, just coming through the slate on You've been dropping crowdfish off at the brunches since, hey, since, since the beginning. It slipped my mind, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? I appreciate, I, I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate the love, man. Yeah, it, man, likewise, bro. You definitely help expose the, the brand to people who I, don't, who I don't even know, you know what I'm saying, and vice versa. So, it's all love and good, bro. Anytime, if you see me slipping, man, you know you can always call the tips. Hey, bro, you gotta tighten up. You know what I'm saying? We 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 rock like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. It, you know what I'm saying? It's bigger than you know. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger than Nino Brown. We got some. We've been trying to cook up for the longest, and when we I get know. to put it together, man. when we get to put it together, it's gonna be. It's, hey, it's gonna be it. I Soon promise. Soon as outside over, we out there. Yes, sir. We all the way out there, man. We, so, we all we all the way out there, and and and, and that's what, that's what I mean. Like partnering with people with with concept and not coming to the table with me. Yeah, gotta come. You gotta you gotta come to the table. So and I under when I started, you know, being around different people and business minded, like it's a reason why some people don't come to the table. You really haven't earned to be at that table. Like when you come to a table, everybody eating. You gotta bring something now. Right, you got it. You got to bring something now. You and know, we're about, needed at the table. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got some money. I, I should be at the table, man. We 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 good over here. We don't need money. We need that quite Yeah, big. Table. Yeah, like that's a whole other podcast. Because <laughs> sometimes bigger than money, man. We can find money. Yeah, we can buy. We get some money. You know, we we need we we might already have it at the table. We might already have. The marketing person at the table. We might already have this person at the table. Like, this is what we need at the table now. And, and you talking about something? We got five people already sitting there going. We don't need you. Nothing <laughs> personal. Nothing personal. We don't need it. Hey, hey, we going to be going all <laughs> Hey man, we got hey, they gonna love this, bro. But hey bro, I definitely appreciate you, man. Much love coming from you, man. I definitely appreciate you jumping on the podcast. You one of the very few first uh uh hosts that came in, you know, and shared the share the share the spotlight with your boy, man. I definitely appreciate it, bro. So appreciate hit you hit me, man. You know it's all good, bro. You down in New Orleans right now? Nola right now, man. Oh yeah. One time for the five oh four, you heard? Oh man. <laughs> yes, I get with you, bro, bro. I already. I agree.